Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 273, Thinking Versus Looking. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. there. Welcome back to Changeable. I want to have a conversation about the difference between thinking versus looking. So thinking about um, our experience, something that looks problematic in life, reflecting on it, giving it some thought versus looking, direct looking at what's even here? Like, what actually is this? What is the nature of this thing that looks like a problem to me? So this came up recently. Um, I mean, it comes up all the time, but it came up really recently on our graduate community forum where I'm going to try to share this with not a lot of detail uh, just to protect everyone. But a person in our community um felt like she was drinking more than she wanted to be drinking. And so we were having a conversation about that. And and I think I asked her at some point, trying to steer her toward looking, like what is, what's the essence there before a drink happens or as a drink is happening? Like what what is that? <laughs> what's what's wanting to be avoided? where's the discomfort or like like what? Just really look at it rather than keeping it high level, which is all we've ever been taught to do, right? We would never ever, like how would we know to really, really look? No one teaches us how to do this. So we keep it conceptual. We keep it abstract. We keep it high level. We say, and, and language helps us do this very easily. We say, I have a drinking problem. I I don't understand. I'm confused, which reflects the fact that that yes, there's more going on here that we just have never been taught to really look for and question. Why am I doing this? I know I don't want to drink so much, yet I find myself drinking so much. It's endlessly frustrating and confusing. But it's hard and we kind of I think find ourselves spinning our wheels in that level of abstraction around it and that confusion and frustration that it brings when these things don't add up, when we know better, we know what we want, but we just can't seem to do it because we're in that high level of abstraction. Because it's like, how do I solve my drinking problem versus what even is this? Before drinking problem, before drinking, before I, before how do I, before my problem like what's he, what is this what's the sensation what's the feeling and when i say what it's not for our mind to throw more labels and summary explanations and and concepts at it's really unanswerable it's unanswerable but it's like it's it's weird it's like these questions unanswerable questions have to be asked not because there's an answer to them, because that level of curiosity and and diving in to what even is this, even though that's a totally unanswerable question, 
I think is so necessary. I think that's the difference. And again, that's that's what we don't do. It's what I didn't do for many, many years when I felt like I was just spinning my wheels and the same habits and the same problems that that, that level of consciousness obviously isn't going to see through. But I didn't know there was another place to look. You know, we don't know that. So, so I asked her, so I don't remember exactly, but something along the lines of what was being avoided. Um, and I probably did not phrase the question well. In my mind, I, I was trying to point her toward that essence, right? Like, what even is this? As your hand reaches for alcohol and it's being poured down your throat, what, what, why? <laughs> Don't give me an answer to why, but look, look at that. What is there? What is this? What's even happening? Can this be looked at, leaned into, felt like, like, what is that? And um, and the answer about what's being avoided or what's there um, was, you know, high level conceptual. Well, this isn't great in my life and that's not great in my life. And and I get it because that's exactly what a mind does, right? It, it, it just puts everything on this massive timeline, abstracts it out a million times and then now it's like, oh, well, I have, clearly my drinking has is, is gotten worse in recent months because of this thing and that stressor and this thing over there. And then it's kind of like period, end of story to a mind because it's that's its answer. Like, okay, we have an answer. We have some certainty. That's all a mind cares about is answers and certainty. Definitely not actually changing anything or uh, having a different experience. That's, if anything, that's probably threatening to the mind. So mine's good. It's like, all right, well, here's your, here's the answer to your question. Now fix me, <laughs> except it never really works that way. So anyway, so, um, so she, she said a lot, you know, when I asked about what's being avoided, she kind of gave some answers and said, and that's, you know, it's a good question. What's being avoided. I'm going to think about that. Now, again, time and place maybe for sitting back and thinking about and reflecting upon but I know this person, I know this situation and the sitting back, taking it back and like pondering it, it felt like it's just adding more thought and more abstraction to what already is an issue of thought. What's well, already an issue of abstraction. It just doesn't make sense to go sit and think. So I kind of came back with like, no, I don't want you to sit and think about it. There's nothing here to think about. Thinking is the problem always really, or taking thought as truth, I think is always going to cause problems. I'll say it that way. Um, I want you to look, like really look. So someone else came in and said, whoa, whoa, what does that mean? Because I, that feels different to me. What do, what do you mean look versus think? So that's why I wanted to expand on it a little here. So one of the things that this person was saying is that, you know, she had mentioned, it's a long conversation on the forum, and she had mentioned, oh, like, for example, last night there was an open bottle of wine and I just drank it just because it was open, because it was open and it was sitting there. And I think the, this is just such a great example of like, like, look at that. Because it was open and it was sitting there, 
I just finished it. And then now I'm mad at myself and upset and feel like I have a problem and I don't know how to see my way out of this and I need to go think about it. Like between a bottle sitting there and you drinking it, there's a lot going on. But but it's fascinating to see how the mind d- just doesn't even, like it, it doesn't know that level. It just is like, nope here's the cause, here's the effect, here's what it is. Like, And again, sometimes, and I don't, I, I've done this and felt this way many, many times. So I don't mean this as any kind of um, problem that, that any of us has either, but it's like it, the mind will just kind of give the summary problem and then say, and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, the bottle of wine was open there. Therefore, I drank the whole thing. I know that's not cool. I know that's not what I want to be doing, but help me, fix me. Like, I don't even know what to see. And that's that's very genuine, very authentic, really, because we don't know what to see. But isn't that just like a mind to just kind of stop there? Like, nope, that's, this is just what happened and I'm clueless, nothing else. So this is where the looking has to come in. Like, like, Get out the microscope and let's take this way, way down to this tiny little cellular level and really, really look. There has to be a lot of, how do I say this? Like not feeling, not leaning in, not being curious about what's going on, about what's being felt, about what's here for that to happen. Now, that's very human. It's very, very normal. I think most most people live in that state. So this, this is not a, um, a dig on her at all or on any of us. We have been conditioned and it's been, um, it's been like um, promoted and, and confirmed like, yeah, that's how I live too. I don't know, it just happened. But really, like, this is where we want to start to look. Like, what's going on in real time, in that moment? What is being felt? What is coming up and saying, nope, can't feel this, grab that instead. Like, like to look at things in that way, way before summaries and concepts and thoughts, that's where we start to see new things. There's no way that we just finish a bottle of wine because it's sitting there. That just doesn't even make sense. And we know that. We know that. That's why this is so hard and so frustrating. And again, I totally get that because I've lived a long time in that, hating myself every day for doing things that I totally knew I didn't want to do, but not knowing where, where else to even look. Like, what else is there besides thought? What else is there besides summaries of problems and potential solutions and cause and effect. Well, this is what we need to look at. What else is there? Look and see. See what's here in real time before thought that can just be felt. Like close your eyes and just feel. Just feel, again, I have to use words, but feel the energy. Feel sensations. Like something before thought that's always been here is always here. And that's that's where these problems don't exist. 
It's where the, these solutions are needed. There's nothing to think about or take back and reflect on there. Nothing to solve there. But really, I think a lot to see there. A lot to even notice. Now, I don't know how this works. I mean, I feel like I feel into that energetic space and and then pop back into thought and, and maybe sometimes notice like, oh, there's something there that... I felt this big clench down around, didn't want to feel that. Or like, oh, that felt really free and nice for a minute. Or, you know, there's there's a narrative about it and there's a summarizing of it happening and a turning it into abstract concepts happening all the time. But we kind of want to just see it just enough to be able to notice the difference between those. And I know those of you listening to this notice the difference. You've You've been looking enough and you know that spirit of curiosity and what even is this that really kind of takes us to a totally, totally different place. So we don't finish a bottle of wine just because, just because it's sitting there. Or in my case, for many years, I didn't finish a bunch of food that I didn't want or need just because I had a habit. Like, the mind's going to love that answer. It it's, leads us nowhere <laughs> except to certainty, quote unquote certainty, which is just leads us to more and more suffering and, and isn't the least bit actually certain or accurate at all. I don't know is a, a really, really great answer. And I think the more we look, the more we see that's, I don't want to give it away. I want you to do this and see it for yourself. But the more I look and the more I really explore this, that's the only answer that feels remotely right. I don't know. Just because isn't the answer. Because I have a habit, because I have a problem, because I'm weak and, and I have these problems in my life, that's not a good answer. I don't know might be the best, best answer we have. At least we're looking in the right direction. At least we're not just staring at, you know, a, a brick wall of some concept, we're actually looking and we really have to just be honest about what we see there. And, and maybe, maybe you think you do know, maybe there's other stuff that comes up. It's not always, I don't know. It can be really helpful stuff along the way. Like, wow, when I, when I really just look at what's here, I don't know for sure, but it feels like fear or it feels like something my mind wants to call emptiness or it feels like something my mind is labeling discomfort well that's great like you don't we don't have to know that and turn it into concrete and carry it around like here's my answer it's fear it's restlessness it's discomfort we don't need to cling to anything but but information's going to come up and of course our mind's going to label it and make some sense of it and and we can just watch that process kind of happen and just get really curious about what it even seems like, what it even feels like. It's okay. It's okay to have answers also, you know, it's okay to have some of those answers. It's not like we have to just look and always come up with, I don't know. We just, of course, want to hold the answers really lightly. Just hold them very loosely and just notice them with curiosity, just like we notice everything with curiosity and see how they come and go and see how they maybe change over time and see how maybe sometimes they unravel a little bit more and we see something that feels really helpful 
And then we just hold that really loosely. But there's definitely a lot more, a lot more when we start looking versus when we think about it, when we let our mind tell us what the answer is. You know, every single time I hear someone say, like, this doesn't do anything for me, like this does, understanding doesn't help me, or um, I'm just stuck, I'm just stuck, I'm stuck, like I don't know how to live life like everyone else seems to. It seems to me like there's always room to look. Usually what's happening there, from how it looks to me anyway, is is there's there's some thought that maybe isn't even recognized as thought that's being really held on to. Like I want to I want to drink less. This is what I want. I want these things in my life solved or fixed or changed so that I can feel better. There's almost always something that's being held on to as here's what I want because I think this is the ticket to my freedom. Some desire, some agenda that doesn't just look like fleeting desire. It, it's, it looks real and we don't usually see it. So it's really this exercise and like humility. And that's really ultimately what looking is. Like just look from this dumb, curious place at what is actually arising, not what you're afraid to see or what you want to be arising or how do I get from here to there. None of that before all that. What even is this? Like what is actually here arising right now with humility, with that level of dumb curiosity I don't see how we cannot, I don't know. It's just different. It's just, it's just 180 degrees different from trying to get our way so we can feel happy. And again, it's something I've noticed a while ago and I'm, and I'm always seeing it pop up. Like wherever there is that level of frustration, which everyone gets, we've all felt this at times. I feel like I lived in it for a couple decades at least this frustration of why doesn't it work for me? I don't know what this is even about. Like, I don't know how to live my life. Like that level of just wanting to beat your head against the wall because it's just not working really points to something. Well, what does it even mean for it to be working? There's a there's some expectation in there, some agenda, some beliefs about what's supposed to be happening. And that's maybe the hardest thing to notice. I don't know. I feel like we we notice other thoughts before we notice those because they're so just deeply ingrained in our perspective on life and how, how we think things are supposed to go. But they will always, always create suffering. Always. They have to because they're us holding on to something artificial. Like they have to create suffering. It's it's this expansiveness contracted into a single tiny little point and then believed. So I think I think life is just too, I don't know, too loving, too wise, too kind for for that for these lies to be believed and not create some sort of suffering. But it's always a great place to look. When you just don't get it, 
when you just don't know what you're missing, when clearly everyone else sees something you don't see, when you should have been changed by now, and why is this back? Look for, look for how maybe your mind is trying to make things go a particular way. And it may be super subtle, but we really kind of have to look. And then, and then look past that to what even is this? But what is actually here in real right now? Can I, can I be curious about this? Can I lean into it? That's, that's what we mean by looking, looking at actual direct life here now as it's showing up versus thinking about it. Have you ever tried breath work? Ever since my very first breath work journey with my friend Scott Kelly, I've been hooked. Breathwork takes you deep into your body beyond the noise of your mind. It allows you to let go of and lean into emotion and really feel and release what's there. Breathwork stabilizes the nervous system so you can have new insights, clarity of mind, and you can feel the joy that's already present. Breathwork has become a huge practice in my life and I'm super excited to introduce it to you. Scott Kelly and I will be hosting an Introduction to Breathwork workshop, including a guided breathwork journey so you can experience this amazing practice yourself. The workshop is Saturday, October 28th, and you can go to dramyjohnson.com slash breathwork to see all the details and register. We'd love to have you there.